Welcome to Set the Stage Podcast. Hey, I'm Margaret. I'm Jordan. And we're recording at night. This is so exciting. This is a treat for us, I feel. Yes. Because usually we record so early. So early with a lot of coffee. And now it's been a whole day and we're drinking wine. Yeah. Definitely chiller vibes, I feel. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm Margaret Boffman. She, her, hers. I'm a director, dramaturg, and stage manager of new plays and musicals. I'm Jordan Prince, she, her, hers, and I am a director, teaching artist, collaborator. And the rest of the words will follow. I am currently working on slimming them down. Oh, interesting. Yes. Okay. It's a work in progress. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, do you want to check in? Sure. Um, <laughs> my check-in is that today I started at-home yoga. And as someone who doesn't really do yoga, it was quite the challenge, but I did it. I got up really early and Nani only interrupted me once um, for snuggles, but that was okay. Otherwise, I did the thing and it was a really great way of starting my morning nice and fresh. Wow. Um, My check-in is that I bought a new laptop last night. What happened to the old one? (laughs) Well, it was... uh, old refurbished laptop that I'd had for a long time. And, um, the trackpad broke, I don't know, about a month ago, like when we were recording one of the first episodes. So maybe even longer than that. Ago. Yeah. You were really like proud of yourself for fixing it, which is, <laughs> and I didn't. And then it was still broken. So I was using a wired mouse and I replaced the hard drive like a year and a half ago. It crashed during tech. Um, I think because of QLab, but like, who's to say? Who's to say? Um, And then actually on Thursday, I had a show that I directed and we were using my laptop because I have QLab and it literally crashed five minutes before curtain. Oh no. And shout out to Casey Ackerman and Voletary. Like they um, did all of the sound from... Uh, Bo's phone and like from Spotify and there were sound transitions between every single scene um, and like they really worked hard and I if I hadn't known and been like oh my gosh my computer's freaking out um, good luck here's what you're gonna do then I would not have known that that had happened like as far as like how it was in the show so they did amazing and then I bought a new computer wow shout out yeah shout out to them wow I'm so sad about your computer yeah, it was definitely time. Like I knew it was coming, but um, uh, I wasn't ready. No, <laughs> to, no, you were to spend the money because my computer is such a vital part of uh, all my work. Remember that one time when you said that the worst thing that could happen is you breaking your leg? Is this up there? Uh, yep, this is right next to it. I think. <laughs> okay, but I had that thought. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> Um, yep. So yeah. So what are we going to talk about today, Jordan? We're going to get real deep. Nice. And I don't even know how deep we're going to get. Um, pretty deep. Like, I'm really sweaty right now. Yikes. And, uh, you know, I cry a lot. So that might happen. All right. And I want to prepare you. Well, you know, if you want to make the audience cry, don't cry. Um, <laughs> you're already. <laughs> I'm already. Uh, just, you know, Jordan's already tearing up. So, okay. Here it's already we are. happening. I guess we'll start with uh, tell us a little bit about what you've been thinking about lately, about why you're in New York and your career here. So, um, I, as of November, I will have been here for two years. Um, and uh, recently I've been feeling really frustrated and really upset and feeling like in a really dark place. And, uh, I was attributing it to just the mental health and like, that was it. Like, um, 
trying to just say, oh, it's just because of like X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. um, and that's it. But I, I had realized that it, the much deeper issue there is that I didn't know why I was here. And I think it's something that um, I know that Connor has like asked me a couple of times, but overall, I've always thought that I've had an answer and I didn't. What was your answer in the past? Um, just that like if I was going to try New York, like now was the time. Mm -hmm. And this is for people that might not know you as well. This is like over Chicago or instead of Chicago. Yes. Instead of Chicago. Mm -hmm. um, Cause we moved to New York right after doing an apprenticeship in Aspen. Um, you know, we kind of didn't really know what was going to happen. We initially thought that we were just going to go back to Chicago, but these opportunities opened up for Connor and, I was like, oh, you know, I've had a, I've had conversations in Chicago where they've told me to go to New York. Mm -hmm. um, there's one director in particular who said, you know, in Chicago, it's really difficult to be in your 20s and to yeah. be at the place where you want to be. Like if, if theater is really what you want to do, you have to go to New York. Like they're hungry. You have all these opportunities, so on and so forth. So I just figured, yeah, like now is the time to yeah. go. And I thought that that was the reason, like, oh, you know, I know I'm going to go to Chicago. I'm going to go back to Chicago someday, but like, I might as well go now while I'm young. Like now is the perfect time to go. And that was kind of it, mm -hmm. um, without figuring out a deeper reasoning. Um, it just felt like, oh, well, everyone is saying to go to New York and I should go. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, the first year was a struggle and I thought it was just because, you know, that's the first year in New York. Like the first year in New York is always yeah. hard. Oh, sure. Yeah. You got to get settled in. That's what literally every single person told me. So I was like, oh, I'm just having this hard time because it's New York and everyone has a hard time their first year. Um, but then the second year rolled around and I thought I was making steps towards the right direction of working jobs that were not what I wanted to be doing. And so I you know, was I like quit this job and I quit that job. And I was like, Oh, I'm, it's cause I'm here for this reason. Of um, quitting like survival jobs, right? Survival jobs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, without being prepared, like having no money saved up was just like, oh, I'm going to do the thing and figure it out. Too bad you didn't have this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I hate um, <laughs> reference at least three yeah. other episodes that have had you say, be prepared <laughs> before you quit your jobs. Sure. Uh, I did not follow that at first. Um, which is okay. Which is okay. Yeah. Like for the record. Yeah. But now yeah. I'm back in another survival job and I originally thought it was going to be temporary and, um, you know, October will make six months at this job, which is mm. a little bit longer than I thought I would be there. Truthfully. Definitely more than you told me you were going to be there. Yeah. Back absolutely. in probably May or something. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, I'm frustrated right now because I, I'm working this job that I didn't think I'd be working this long at. Um, and I just, re I, you know, had kind of a, uh, a little breakdown or a couple, like a couple little breakdowns, you know? Sure. Like little cherries <laughs> all over. Uh -huh, sure. <laughs> um, and I realized that I was just making excuses mm. and just making excuses to protect myself from, the truth, um, which is what, which is that, uh, I came to New York without a why I came to, I, I truly came to New York without a why. Um, 
And I think uh, a lot of people <laughs> have said that um, or thought that maybe you moved to New York just because your partner is here in New York. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it took me talking to one of my best friends for her to ask me that question if mm-hmm. that was the only reason. And I had to say, no, but I would be lying if I said it wasn't a big part. You yeah. know, like, uh, I really love my partner who's staring right at me, <laughs> listening to my sound. Hi, honey. <laughs> um, I do. And uh, he's worth it. And, uh, you know, it, it is a big part of why I came here. Um, but it wasn't until this past year that I really was like, oh, what is the reason why I'm here? Um, and I have come to New York. This is my realization. I will chat about uh, how I got here. My realization is I came to New York to be fearless and unforgivable in who I am as a person. Okay. What does that mean to you? I, uh, am a scared person (laughs) at everything. Um, I, I'm always too afraid to send emails out because I'm afraid I won't get a response or I'm afraid that, uh, you know, they're going to say something on the other end of the email and, you know, not written down and, and say something about how I sent the email or what I said in the email or like just being myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm afraid to, you know, do a whole lot of things in life. Mm -hmm. Um, I recently met with the associate director of Hamilton. Mm -hmm. His name's Patrick. He's really awesome. And he's from Akron, which uh, we love Ohio. (laughs) I am. And I was having a really great conversation with him. And I basically like laid everything out on the table, having never met this guy before. (laughs) (laughs) Never having any correspondence aside from email. Yeah. Um, And I always... I was chatting with him and I was just like, I don't know, I don't know where to go. And he made it a point to say that you're afraid. And he challenged me to really pinpoint what my fear is mm-hmm. and not use the excuse like, oh, you're, it's because I'm not good enough. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I probably am good enough, <laughs> you know? Well, and you'll never know until you do Unless the thing. Unless I do it. Yeah. Um, did, have you pinpointed that fear? I think it's different for different every situation. Things. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I think instead of pinpointing that fear, I just was like, oh, well, I'm I'm not good enough to email this person. Like, there's no way that they would want to meet with me. So I'm just mm. not going to do it. And, it, you know, and then it's it's going deeper and, and saying, well, that's not true. Like, what is it really that you're afraid of? Like, is it rejection? Is it that they're not going to respond? You know, like he's challenging me to think about it like that. And then I went to New Orleans and I got my tarot cards read and they said the same thing. (laughs) And they said, so scientifically proven. (laughs) It is proven by the spirits and my ancestors. That's what my ancestors said that I'm a scared person and I have a scared personality, Um, which like has a lot of layers. Yeah. There's a lot happening there. Yeah. I have a question, which is what now? Yeah, that's a great question. (laughs) Excellent question. Or I guess like how much have you thought about like 
have you done anything to combat this or to like test the waters thus far mm-hmm. or um, what are you going to do? Yeah. I think a lot of that is, I, I don't know. Um, sure. Yeah, I, think, that's fair. <laughs> I think like the biggest step has been recognizing it mm-hmm. and realizing it. Yeah. Um, and now that I have the realization of why I'm in New York and, uh, you know, challenging myself to find the things that I am afraid of mm-hmm. and the reasoning why I'm afraid of them, I think now I can make a plan of moving forward. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think my first job, my first step is to find the ways to become more focused. Okay. Focused um, how? On what? Uh, on career, my, my career and finding the people that I haven't wanted to email and start emailing them. Yeah. Just cold email Rachel Trafkin. She responds in a half hour. Yes. Proven fact <laughs> from, from experience by Mark. Um, except she's having a baby right now. So she, she was very busy. Yeah. But to be fair, like I also was like, I spent, I, it took me days to even write the email. Yeah. And then I sat there looking at it and was like, one, two, three, set. And then was like, ah, yeah. and you know, like yeah. I also felt the things that I feel like you're saying, but then I feel like I, sometimes I have something that clicks in. That's the adrenaline adrenaline of like, okay, do it. And yeah. then I do it. And then I'm like, ah, panic. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that's my advice. Yes. Is, is to send it in panic. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Thanks yeah. for the advice. I always think, good advice. Here. Yes. Thank you, Mark. The best advice always. Um, I do think that there's a part of me that just will have to draft all the emails and then send them all at once. And then sure. just like leave the apartment and yeah, like yeah. leave the city. Like, just go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you could just um, set your phone That's down and, bad, and yeah. uh, go to the kitchen, actually, is my suggestion. Or the roof. We have um, rediscovered our roof, and it's beautiful. Oh. But, but yeah, and this is the first time I am speaking it out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, this correspondence has only been with, uh, you know, my friend Sophia over text. Sure. Um and she was like, this is really good that you're acknowledging all of this. Like, yeah. I'm so proud oh. of you. And Shout out that. to Fia. We love Fia. I, I think that it's really easy to just say that New York is really hard. And I think that's what I've just been doing is just saying, well, New York is just so hard. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a hard time. I'm having a hard time. This is just mm-hmm. a hard time. Um, but I think that uh, without the acknowledgement of why it is tough for me, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't grow. Yeah. And 100%. then it would, yeah. it would be like, why come in the first place? Why not just go back to Chicago? Sure. And I don't want to do that yet. Well, and uh, in theory, you would have the same per- same problem in Chicago too. Like at some point, you know, like I know some, some connect, what makes that easier? I think this is me like analysis, whatever, like, but I mean, what makes Chicago easier is because you have more connections there. Um, and so you don't have to like, face your fears as much but um that was so nice thank you so much (laughs) I'm gonna regret that but um I feel like you don't have to do like there would be some level of that that's removed because of the connections you have there but you're still gonna run I mean if you want to continue to grow beyond those connections you have you're still gonna encounter that yeah yeah and so I think like 
gaining a sense of just um, a sense of fearlessness that I don't have right now yeah. is helpful. And then also just... Um, How does one do that? I don't know. It's a good question. I'm still figuring it out. Okay. I think I think a part of it is like, uh, for me, I consistently apologize for being who I am. Mm-hmm. I consistently like... Um, self-deprecate myself and like apologize for um comments that I make that I think are funny um and that no one else hears like just talks over you know like I don't know there's just there's a lot of that in my life personally that um I'm I've encountered and I've just kind of passed by it and I think it starts with me just accepting who I am as a person and if I can accept who I am as a person, I can be confident in making connections or meeting new people or going for the things that I want because I know that I am being unapologetically me. Sure. And I think that adds a sense of fearlessness um, because if I can be confident in who I am, I can be confident outwardly too. Yeah. I would offer that you don't have to be fully confident in yourself before you start to do this. Yeah, no, no. no. As in, like, yeah. don't spend the next, well, you know, unsolicited advice. Ten years. <laughs> don't spend the next six months gaining that confidence because in some ways yeah. you just have to, like, fake it, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. At least that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And I think there's there's a line, right? Yeah, like, yeah, it's both. It's all. Yeah. Yeah. I have to go for these things mm-hmm. to gain a sense of confidence. Yes. Yeah. And I have to gain a sense of confidence in myself to go for things that I've always thought are untouchable. Sure. And to, to have that mindset of like just doing it. Because yeah. right now I'm not even there. Yeah. No, I think that's important. I think it's like, I mean, our whole lives in theory are kind of like job interviews. And mm-hmm. so I think you kind of have to have that like... I'm here and these are my talents, like kind of all the time in some ways. Yeah. Well, and like, if you want to take it to a small level, like look at my title that I say at the beginning of this podcast, it's like a million, a million unfocused things. It is. (laughs) I acknowledge it. It's like a lot of things. There's nothing compact about it. It's because I'm not confident in myself. And in my skill set and mm-hmm. what I, what I want to do and who I want to yeah. be and what I am and what I'm good at. It's just all of those things, which is why I said like, it's a working title. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. like, you could say that life is a working title. Yeah, absolutely. And that's okay. But I think I need to get a couple of steps ahead um, than where I am right mm-hmm. now. Do you have any hard like goals or thoughts of like what the next steps are or like even like tomorrow or the next day, like what are you planning to do to start dealing with this more? Yeah. So career wise, I am looking for new jobs, new survival jobs um, that are because I, I left my old job because it wasn't what I was wanting to do. And now I'm in that same position because I was stressed out about money Mm-hmm. And while the job has great benefits and like I'm helping these people, which is really great. But at the end of the day, it's not what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. And I don't have the time to even look for other things, even if I had a survival job in a field that I want to be in. Okay. Like a teaching job is a great is something I want to do. And some people would consider it survival. 
Sure, sure, sure. If I were able to like work in a theater, that would be amazing to learn how it runs and how it works. If I were able to, you know, even like something that has just flexible, dog walking, great, babysitting, great. You know, I think right now I'm lacking the flexibility that I need. Got it. To look at projects, right? Like work, Mm -hmm. look for shows. And then the next step is in the theatrical sense of is researching shows. Because I think a big part of it has been I haven't even bothered to look at a lot of directors or a lot of projects that are coming up that are big that may need an AD or like could be a networking opportunity. I haven't even looked for those bigger things because I've always thought I wasn't good enough or mm-hmm. I have not wanted to put the effort into doing it because I was like, what's the point? Sure, sure, sure. And so I feel that while sometimes a lack of knowledge is like humbling, <laughs> I think, <laughs> sure. I think, uh, I need to just do a little bit more research mm-hmm. and find and find the things I want to go for. Yeah. I guess, you know, like it's hard to think about a survival job or, or opportunities that are out there because I just don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've only gone for the things that were easy or I've I've gone for the shows that, you know, I've worked this one opportunity and now I they've got me on board for a whole year. Like that's a position I am in with a theater and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And there's benefits to that, but I haven't looked outside of that because it was just comfortable. It's that same comfortableness that I have for in Chicago. Yeah. 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 It's easy. It's, it's familiar. And the move to New York was a scary thing. And I need to start making those kinds of moves in my career as well. Totally. So the big answer is like, I don't know yet. Just a lot. (laughs) No, that's fine. Just like focus in, which I think is why like yoga was really nice this morning. Like I started the day focusing on my breath and focusing on my movements. And it was a really wonderful way to start the day um, to just like breathe and be aware of myself and my thoughts and my attitude. Mm -hmm. Can you do the theme song? No. Why? I don't know how. You know the song. Face your fears. Email people. That's all I have. Yay! <laughs> that was so good. I love that. Thank you so much for filling in for the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like you've done a lot. Um, but you should lead us out. I should lead us out. All right. Um, well, thank you, uh, listeners, for listening to my emotions. Yeah. If you have advice, maybe DM us or something. <gasps> Yes, let me tell you exactly where to do that. If you want to slide into the DMs, our Twitter, our Instagram, you can slide on in, which is a lot of fun to say, but you can do it. Um, I, we believe in you at Set the Stage Podcast, or you can send us an email. You can slide in there too. That's okay. Um, at Set the Stage Podcast at gmail.com. Cool. Thank you so much. I don't think emails can be considered sliding in, but we can have a debate. We should have a debate. All right. Stay tuned for our debate on sliding into emails. Yes. Uh, Rate and subscribe. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you next week. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.